Well, happy Friday and welcome to Noah's Window. The last couple of days, Mary Alice and I have begun to talk about three verses that I've been using every week at our church uh, at New Spring. We're going through a series right now called I Wish I Could Blank. It's all about changes that need to be made in our lives. And I felt like there are three verses that just really speak to the whole process. Process is the operative word. Because I think the first verse, Philippians 4.13, is where it all starts. It says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Well, if I don't believe it's possible, I won't even start. So that's where it starts. I've got to believe that through Christ, with his strength, I can do whatever it is that needs to be done. Then, of course, once we get started, then there are those individual actions that we have to do to build or lead up to success. And in the message, you talked about the things, knowing the things that we can change and the things that we can't change. So if you haven't seen that message, you really want to go back and watch that. <laughs> Well, you know, those actions, they're challenging. They're uphill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and a lot of times we want the plan to be finished, but we don't. life doesn't work that way. We have to trust God for the plan to be successful, as that verse says. But it says we're to dedicate our actions to the Lord, those steps that we need to take that are uphill. Well, we come to the third verse, which for me is kind of the, the, the closing parenthesis of this whole process of change. And... <laughs> It's in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. And if you're ever watching me preach, you'll probably notice I get this deer in the headlight look uh, when I preach it because it's just so big. Every time I look at this verse, I'm like, wow, how can anyone teach everything that's in this one verse? But I try at least to get a part of it done each week. Let's, let's talk about it for a moment. Let's look at the whole verse and then we'll take it apart. The Bible says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So, you know, there's kind of a, a line of demarcation in this verse where it says God has not given us something. And then on the other side of that line, it's God has given us something. So let's look at what God hasn't given us. God has not given us a spirit. Now, they're probably the, the best modern word that we would have to, um, to use there would be attitude. God has not given us an attitude of fear and timidity. Now, talk about that for just a moment, Mary Alice, because uh, what does fear typically do to us? Paralyzes it paralyzes us. It paralyzes us. That's Keeps right. us from doing the things that we would, might otherwise do, but we're just stopped in our tracks. Yeah, timidity, timidity says I'm going to try, but I'm not going to try very hard. <laughs> and I'm just sure I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know why, but for some reason, God has a real problem with timidity because there's, there are a lot of verses in the Bible where God just lets us know he doesn't care for timidity. I think, is timidity the opposite of faith? Sounds to me like it is. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, if you look at the people in the Bible who were credited for their faith, they were bold. Like mm -hmm. the woman who touched the hem of Jesus' garment. You know, she, she, she defied social convention. And she just said, if I can do it, I will be healed. And there's no timidity in her. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think God really does love it when we're, not, when we're not timid. Well, and it goes back to the other things we talked about, because one of the reasons we're timid is we don't really think we have the power to do this. Yeah, or think he has the power. Right. Well, maybe we don't go there, you know, but, but we should. I mean, yeah. I'm saying, because we're only looking at ourselves and saying, there's no way I can do that. But we need to remember those other two verses that say, as we're stepping out, it's God that's going to provide the power and the strength. Yeah, but though while we're thinking about God not being happy with our timidity, I mean, I was thinking about the story of the man who had the son who had some kind of emotional or spiritual presence in his life that was destroying him. 
and you know the disciples were not able to help the man mm -hmm. and so when Jesus came the man said if you to Jesus if you can do something would you and Jesus said that the, the question is not can I it's mm -hmm. can you believe you know well God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity um, it, uh, the thing that I think about often in that regard because I can deal with anxiety is if I have that spirit it didn't come from God right. it had to come from somewhere else you know, the Bible says that Satan is the father of lies. Jesus said that. So uh, if we have that spirit, it's important to realize I didn't get it from God. Well, let's talk about the three things that God does give us. He gives us an attitude of power and love and self-discipline. Okay, Marielsa, I'm going to put you on the spot on this oh. one. <laughs> um, when I'm thinking about the attitudes that God gives us, I, I, I see power and I see self-discipline. It's intriguing that love is right there in the middle. Of well, that. how many times have we heard somebody say, I just can't love them. There's yeah. just no way I just can't love this person. Um, but we're not given that option. And, and it has to be God's love through us to love loving others. And, um, you know, Jesus told us to love our enemies. Yeah. That requires a special kind of power to have love for our enemies. Well, I know I'm thinking a lot about this because I'm preaching these messages every week and I, I keep asking myself, how does love enter the equation of change that needs to be made in my life? Because mm -hmm. it's clearly, it, it, it wouldn't be in this verse if it, if it wasn't part of that. But I, I think, when I think about other attitudes that can be in my life, I certainly see how they can scuttle growth, they can scuttle change mm -hmm. if I have anger you know, if I have self-centeredness, um, if I have an attitude of revenge, I mean, you just go up and down the list and look at the opposite of love and you can see they will stop change. Absolutely. And there's something about love, love for God, love for others. Um, and I think God even gives us a healthy self-love, but it is important to realize that the, the, the three things that we need to see change happen in our lives, God has given us this attitude, power, well, we need that strength. We've already talked about that in Philippians 4.13. Love and then self-discipline. Mm. You know, I, I, I don't know if it's just an American thing. Probably is to some degree. But a lot of Americans don't believe that they have the ability to discipline themselves. No. Well, we've been conditioned to believe that because we've been conditioned to believe we need a pill or a button or an app or that, you know, that there isn't, that we don't have the ability to be self-disciplined. Well, you know, you and I, we talked about this uh, a couple days ago, I think. You and I love to study nutrition mm -hmm. because we believe that nutrition really it comes from God. I mean, right. it, all truth comes from God. But you and I were watching a video where there was a nutritional solution to a health problem that was known. It was well known in the medical community but it wasn't even advocated because the answer was people won't do this. Right, they just, you know, we're not even gonna suggest it because people will never do this. Well, that's what we're talking about here because mm -hmm. there are people that just don't believe self-discipline is possible. And I, I think for all of us who have failed at being self-disciplined in the past, it can actually become a belief that we, we don't have it in us to be self-disciplined. Mm -hmm. And yet the Bible says God's given us we have that power because that attitude that is there. Power. Yeah. No, backing up just a minute, but I was thinking about something, and, and uh, I need you to su supply the address because I always get confused between first and second. But the love chapter, mm -hmm. remember the love chapter in Corinthians, yeah, first, Corinthians first Corinthians thirteen. 
I think it's interesting if I remember right, it ends with a, a, a little passage that he's talking about uh, how he, he believed when he was a child mm-hmm. and how he put away those childish things. Isn't it interesting that one of the signs of maturity is the ability to love? Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, well, because love is the opposite of selfishness. I mean, I mean, it's the opposite of a lot of mm-hmm. things. But really, if you take all those things that love is the opposite of, and you tried to put it in one bag, you could label that bag selfishness. And I think there's something about growing and maturing that teaches us the importance of the need. So there's actually a connection between self-discipline and love as well. Very much so, yeah. yeah. And then, wow, I was just thinking about something else in 1 Corinthians 13. It says love never fails. Mm. So Mm. whatever it is that we're trying to do, whatever we have in the blank, love is just an important thing there. And and I think whenever, you know, when I think about being healthy, well, I'm healthy because I want to be healthy because I love the Lord. I love the church and, and I love you very much. And you know, although, we're stewards over we're these stewards bodies. Over these this bodies, is, this yeah. body is a gift God has given us, and we're stewards, and we have a responsibility. Well, well, these are just great verses, and I, I you know what, I, I still have that deer in the headlights look uh, at getting through because when I read Second Timothy one seven, it's just so big mm-hmm. that it just speaks to so many areas of my life. God has not given us the spirit of uh, fear and timidity, but a power and of love and, and self discipline. So, uh, it's, and the thing of it is, the Bible says God's already given it to us. Mm, it's there. It's there. It's there. It's there. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> well, okay. Well, we need to just stop right there, but I'm going to bring one of the most important messages, God willing, in the I Wish I Could series this coming weekend. It's just a huge uh, secret, I think, to success. Uh, a lot of people want success, but what, what, they, what we're going to talk about this weekend is just so critical to that. So pray for me as I prepare for this. And then also I'll look forward to seeing you at New Spring this weekend or you watching online if you're outside of our region. Well, Mary, let's close, close this session this week in a prayer for all of us. Absolutely. Father, first of all, I just pray for Mark as he continues to prepare for the weekend. And I just pray that you would prepare our hearts to receive what the Holy Spirit is going to speak to us through him. We pray for health and strength um, for him and for those who are coming, that you would um, uh, bring us together, Father, that we could assemble to worship you and to learn more of you. And uh, as we face the week ahead, I just pray that you would remind us, as you have through your word, that we do have power because you provided the power and we shouldn't be timid or fearful. Um, that's not what you want us to be. And uh, we don't need to be because you provided the power. And I just pray for each and every person who's watching or listening to Noah's Window and their families today. I pray that you would remind us all of this very important truth as we go about uh, the different tasks of the day, the different challenges. Just remind us, Father, of how powerful you are and how present you are and um, what we don't need to be afraid of. And if we are fearful, to remind us, Father, that that didn't come from you. You've never caused us to be fearful. And I just pray for each and every one and each and every family that you would keep the evil one away. And help us, Father, um, to keep our eyes on you as we look so forward to the day when you're going to come and set everything right and take over. We so look forward to that time, Father. In the meantime, I pray that you would help us to be faithful servants and represent you well. And may we see victory in our lives that we can point back and give you glory and honor 
because we know that it's you working and not in our own flesh. But we, we love you, Father, and we just thank you for all these things and pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for joining Rialis and me on this Friday, and God willing, we'll see you on Monday. If not tomorrow. If not tomorrow. If not tomorrow at New Spring. <laughs> God bless. We'll see you soon. God bless.